0: Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. In this season i just feel so at home and it's a really beautiful feeling and i've really had to train myself to not fight that feeling to really just relish in it to relish in the simple daily moments hey my name is jenna kutcher and i am obsessed with all things business marketing numbers and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life I was recently at an event and someone in the audience asked this question. They said, what is your current biggest struggle? And it was interesting because I was sitting on stage and immediately I knew what came to mind. It's this daily struggle between ambition and being content. It's this feeling of some days I want to blow up my business. I want to see how big I can make it, how far I can take it. And other days, I want to shut it down and live in the woods and have chickens and raise my children. And it was so interesting because when I said that in my brain, I thought these people are going to think I am out of my mind. No one is going to relate to this because honestly, on a daily, sometimes even hourly basis, I am wavering between these two points on the map. And yet, as I looked out to an audience that was predominantly women, I saw so many people shaking their head. I've kind of mentioned the struggle a few different times on the podcast, but I've never actually gone deep. And so today, that is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to talk about being torn between wanting to take my company and my brand to new heights while also being satisfied and content with what I've already achieved. So whether you're a business owner, an aspiring entrepreneur, or simply someone who wants to find contentment in their life, this episode is for you. Join me as we explore the delicate balance between ambition and contentment and discover the path to a more fulfilling and successful life. Let's dive on in. If you love Gold Digger, then you'll love this Side Hustle Pro podcast hosted by Nikayla Matthews akome brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Side Hustle Pro showcases diverse entrepreneurs who have scaled from a humble side hustle to a full-blown profitable business. Every week, you'll learn actionable strategies to start small and get going wherever and whoever you are. In Nikaila's recent episode titled, How to Make Content for Your Business in Less Than One Hour a Week, I learned so much about how to optimize recording sessions to get content done quicker, as well as new content creation, tech, and tools. You have to tune in. Listen to Side Hustle Pro wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know if you believe in signs from the universe or what I like to call God winks, but I literally got one right before I hit record on this specific topic. I was on my phone scrolling on Instagram like we all do. And this account called Goodable had published this post. And here's what the post read. It said, An author I love just tweeted about how big joy and small joy are the same and how she was just as content the other night eating chocolate and cuddling her dog as she was on her big trip to New York. And honestly, I think that's it. This morning, I was listening to an audiobook while baking shortbread in my joggers, and I realized I really didn't care what big things happened in my future as long as I could keep baking and reading at the weekend. And maybe that is the kind of bar that we have to set to guard ourselves against disappointment. Just appreciate and cherish the mundane stuff and see everything else as a bonus. And I love that dose of perspective before we dive into this nuanced topic. You know, it's really interesting because ambition and contentment are two big topics, especially for entrepreneurs or people who have these dreams for their lives. If you're listening to this show, there's a really good chance that you are a big dreamer. You are someone who is in pursuit of this very full and rich and vibrant life. And I think that it is such a delicate balance and one that we might never find as humans. I don't know if we're meant to find the balance between wanting more and being content with what we have in this lifetime. You know, It's really interesting for me because I've always been an achiever. I've always been ambitious. I was always that person who wanted to go the extra mile, wanted to do the next thing, wanted to see what was possible. And I think I am still that person. However... There is this peace within my life that I feel on a deep level that I never, ever want to lose. If I had to choose between ambition and contentment, I would choose contentment every single day of the week. So let me tell you a quick story. After having my first daughter, Coco, I remember feeling like something in me broke. Now, people often say when you birth a child, you yourself are reborn. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. But in your rebirth, there are a lot of parts of you that die. I know this sounds dramatic. I also want to preface this in saying that you do not need to become a mother to experience a birth or a death of an identity that you carry. But for me, this was a huge eye-opening experience. I remember having so much fear before becoming a mother that my work would suddenly become insignificant. It was a massive fear of mine. I had been an achiever for years and years and years as an entrepreneur, someone who is in pursuit of more. And I worried that when I welcomed this sweet little round baby into my life, that all of that work that had felt so important would suddenly become insignificant. And it's actually funny because that fear was real. It was legitimate. Like my business had been my baby for so long that the thought of replacing that love or even having that love change scared me to death. But what was so interesting is that in our journey to grow our family and through our losses and in those three years that felt like forever that it took to finally hold our child my heart definitely changed. It changed in a way that I wanted my work to feel insignificant because I wanted something even greater an even greater privilege and even greater challenge and even greater learning experience. And honestly, motherhood has been all of those things and so much more for me. But what was so interesting is in that process of waiting and realizing that I couldn't just achieve my way to a family. I couldn't just be a little more ambitious and suddenly that child would come into my life. In that waiting season, I worked in the waiting so that I could find more contentment and peace when that miracle arrived. The year that Coco was born, I actually blacked out my entire calendar. I said no to absolutely everything. Everything. And what a privilege to be able to do that. And I did that because I didn't know what motherhood would feel like. I had these thoughts and these ideas and these visions, but I didn't know. I didn't know what type of mom I would be. I didn't know what postpartum would look like. I didn't know how breastfeeding would go. I didn't know what work would look like or if I would even want to work. I didn't know. And so I took all of the pressures off and I allowed myself to just be. And it was a fascinating year because there was a part of me, truthfully, that felt broken. <laughs> when I say that a part of me died when Coco was born, it's true. But that part of me was partially my ambition. You know, I I kind of found this new pace of life. I found this new source of meaning through my child. I found this new identity that I adopted. But I also felt like is my ambition ever going to come back? <laughs> While I was really content and fulfilled as a mother, I still wanted to work. I am wired in a way where working serves me and my brain and that ambitious side of me. And And I remember getting on a call with a mentor of mine. And he said something to me that really shifted like the lens of everything for me. He said, there are two different types of entrepreneurs. There's the lifestyle entrepreneur... And then there's the achievement based entrepreneur. You, Jenna, are a lifestyle entrepreneur and I never had those terms put to words in my life before. I love entrepreneurship. Like entrepreneurship has changed my life. It has changed my family's lives. It has changed my legacy. It has changed future generations of my family's lives. Entrepreneurship has been an incredible gift and blessing for me, but I'm actually pretty content as an entrepreneur. I want to work to be able to live a certain sort of lifestyle. And for me, let's be honest, the lifestyle doesn't include fancy cars or nice shoes. The lifestyle for me includes a life of comfort and convenience. Those are the two things that I love. But when he told me that, it kind of felt like I was able to exhale for the first time in a long time because I am often in rooms with achievement-based entrepreneurs. These are the people... Who are never satisfied? They find power in being discontent in their lives. That fuels them. And to me, that is not how I want to move through life personally. There is absolutely nothing wrong if that is you. But what happened is, is I kept finding myself in rooms with achievement-based entrepreneurs, and I would leave, and I would go home, and Drew would say, "How was it? What did you learn? What's everyone up to?" And I would say this line that I'm now proud of, but at the time I was afraid of, I would say, I am the most peaceful person in those rooms, or I am the most content person in those rooms, or I am the happiest person in that room. I might not make the most money. I might not have the biggest launches. I might not have the biggest team or the shiny office. I might not have those things, but I am so at peace and I'll never forget coming home from this like fancy mastermind retreat. And Drew and I ordered takeout sushi from kind of this divy place in Duluth, Minnesota. And we were sitting on our floor in our living room, watching Top Chef eating our takeout sushi. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is the life that I want. Screw the fancy room service or the comfy robes while I love both of those things in due time. Like, I love this part of my life. And so what's super interesting is that in this season of entrepreneurship, and I definitely think that having young children plays a role in these feelings, is that on a day-to-day basis, even sometimes an hourly basis, I find myself wavering between this ambitious person, this soul and spirit within me that's like, let's see what's possible. Let's see how big we can make this. Let's see where we can go. Let's see where we can take this thing, this business, this brand. And I waver between that And just wanting to shut it all down and be a mom and be at home with my kids and raise chickens, even though I don't even know if I want chickens or a coop in my yard. But it's fascinating, right? Because both of those could be a possibility for me. And I think both of those are a possibility. I was recently on a trip with my family and my mom came along and on the last night of our trip, I took my mom out to a fancy dinner. Her favorite food is seafood. And so I googled, where is the best lobster in Dallas, Texas? I took my mom out to dinner and we were sitting down and her and I always have the best conversations. And she said, what's next? You know, what's next? And for once in my life, I just said, I don't know. And I'm okay with not knowing. Honestly, for nearly a year, I've kind of been in this place of like, I don't know what's next, but I'm really enjoying where I'm at right now. I would definitely say that if the scales were a thing in the balance of being content and ambitious, the scales are definitely tipped in the content area. In fact... Just a little bit ago, Drew sent me this voice memo, and I'm going to try to play it for you. Hey, babe. just want to say I love you. Queenie, can you say love you? Oh, <laughs> I love this land so much. I'm so excited to, uh, you know, play around and discover all the nooks and crannies. And now that it's warming up, it's, it's a whole different piece of land and a, d- a different experience. So... <laughs> I just love you and I'm thankful for this life. And I'm I'm thankful for all the things to come. Right, Courtney? Yeah. um, That's where we'll end it. I feel like Drew and I have just found this deep level of peace in our lives and it radiates through everything that we do. It radiates through our children. It radiates through our experiences. It radiates through our energy. I feel like in this season, I just feel so at home. And it's a really beautiful feeling. And I've really had to train myself to not fight that feeling, to really just relish in it, to relish in the simple daily moments. I was reading a daily devotional and there was a line in it last night that really stood out to me. and It said, here and now are the only daily coordinates you need to navigate your life right now. And I thought that that was just so powerful because so many, desire, this deeper level of presence. And I think that presence and peace and contentment all go hand in hand. When you cannot sit and fixate on what has happened in the past, and when you can not worry about what will happen in the future, but when you can literally be in your body in the moment, that's where contentment lives. And that doesn't come easily for me as someone with ADHD and a busy mind and an ambitious spirit Being content takes a lot of work. It takes coming back home to myself over and over and over again. It reminds me of meditation. It was something that I had written off in my life for so long. I was someone who was certain, absolutely certain that I could not meditate. I have a busy mind and laying still on the floor after yoga class was like torture. There's an entire chapter in my book about this topic. And when it came to the topic of meditation, I honestly just always felt guilty because all of these incredible leaders would talk about the power of meditation and how meditation changed your life. And I thought that meditation was like you having to not think, right? Like I would be like, I can't just sit there and not think. Like All I do is think. But what I realized is that meditation is just constantly inviting yourself back home, back into the present. In fact, meditation is so powerful when your brain starts going in a million places and you say, come back, just come back. And I feel like so much of my life is like that, where it's like, just come back, just come back. So what does that mean? Does it mean that I'm just slowing down and I'm stalling? No, I've talked about this season of my life so much in the fact of like, I visualize pressing the brake pedal and trusting myself, trusting myself to know where the gas pedal is and what that will do. And I feel like there are so many aspects of me that are so deeply ambitious. I believe the sky's the limit. I believe when my mom asks the question, what's next? I believe anything is possible. I truly believe that. But what's funny to me is that there was a time in my life where I would believe anything is possible and I must go after it. And right now in my life, I believe that anything is possible, but that doesn't excite me because I love right now. I don't even know if that makes sense. Anything is possible, but I don't want anything more right now. Does that make sense? It's no secret that business owners are under a lot of pressure right now. We're pressured to get more leads, close deals faster, get better insights to create the best experience for customers, and so much more. So how do we manage it all while still ensuring the best customer service? That's where HubSpot comes in. HubSpot is a customer relationship management tool that is easy to set up, intuitive to use, and customizable to the way that you do business. Drag and drop your way to attention-grabbing emails and landing pages, set up marketing automation to give every contact white-glove treatment, plus AI-powered tools like Content Assistant mean less time spent on tedious manual tasks and more time for what matters most, your customers. HubSpot has all the tools you need to wow prospects, lock-in deals, and improve customer service response times. Let HubSpot take the pressure off your shoulders and get started for free today at HubSpot.com. It's really interesting because trying to balance ambition and contentment looks different in every season of your life and your business. And here's what I want you to know about this topic. I believe that when we feel frustrated with what that balance looks like or we feel out of balance or we feel out of whack, it's usually a sign that we're not checking in with ourselves to really establish where am I at today? Am I the ambitious Jenna today or am I the content Jenna today? That could also go by the hour. And one thing that I've learned is to not fight where you're at. When I am in that content Jenna I have to learn how to honor it and not push it. Have you ever had those days where you are maybe moving at a slower pace or you're feeling like, you know, this weekend I took a nap during Quinn's nap. And then once I woke up, I was like, hey, babe, can you watch your kids for a little bit? I need to go up and organize the closet. And Drew's like, you could have just organized the closet. And I was like, I was just in that moment where like I just needed to rest and I'm honoring that. And then there are those days where I recently had one. I had this entrepreneurial day where I could have worked 12 hours straight without ever getting out of my seat because I was just in flow. I was 100% time blind. I was loving the work I was doing. I was so focused. My brain had all these ideas and I just wanted to honor that. And I don't always get to that night. I had to hit pause, shut my laptop, go feed the kids, give them a bath, do all of the things required as a mom. But in my brain, I was like, if this was pre-children era, I would have worked until 10pm that night and I would have loved every minute of it. And so I've really had to check in with myself and really ask myself, like, is this a season where we want to blow this business up? We want to take it as far as we can take it? Or is this maybe a season where we want to work smarter and not harder? And I feel like if I look over the last 4 or 5 years of my business, we've been in the smarter, not harder mode. And that doesn't mean that our revenue isn't incredible. That doesn't mean that our team isn't growing. That doesn't mean that we're not creating. We're actually doing a lot of things, but we're doing it at this pace that feels peaceful. It's a peaceful pursuit. I think we forget that life is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be enjoyed. I was listening to this podcast this morning on the way home from a yoga class and a the host is like, what are your non-negotiables for the morning? And, and the guest was like, honestly, it kind of dropped that rigidity in my life. Like, I just want to enjoy life. There are things that I enjoy doing, but I'm no longer subscribing to this checklist. And, and it really challenged me because I am someone who has these rhythms and these routines, but I loved his philosophy of like, I'm kind of losing some of that. And I think that that can be a really powerful piece of contentment. And while this episode has talked a lot about contentment and peace and presence, let's also talk about ambition. There are things on my vision board that I want to achieve. There are these goals that I want to set. In fact, we just did the biggest launch I've ever done in my entire career. Am I balancing ambition and contentment? I don't know. I'm still doing really big things, but guess what? I'm enjoying them and the pace at which we are moving. When it comes to ambition, I want to have it but I don't want it to take over. I don't want to be so busy reaching for more and more and more that I forget what I once prayed for. I don't want to be on this path where I am never celebrating success. I don't want to find myself in a place where what I have is not enough. When I think about some of my best friends in the entire universe, They are the people who love discontentment because it fuels them. It pushes them. And I honor that about them. But that type of life doesn't feel good for me. It might look really good on the outside because, man, those people that are driven in that way, man, they do big things, big, impressive things. But I'm more focused on a life right now that doesn't just look good, a life that feels good. And honestly, the things that feel good don't usually translate well on Instagram. They don't usually get a lot of likes. They don't usually even live for other people's pleasure. Those are the things that I want to fill my life with. Someone once asked me like, when will you know when you've made it? Like, does that exist? And if it does, will you shut down your business when you reach it? And honestly, I hope I never arrive. I hope I never quote make it. Because I believe that this life that my soul is living is life school. It's this opportunity to learn and grow and be challenged, but it's also this invitation to be present and joyful. As I'm recording this, I'm looking out and there's this pond on our land, the land that Drew was talking about in that voice memo, and there's a duck swimming on it. And I'm reminded of the power of presence. Here's my question for you If you have a business, Did you build it to get freedom? Did you build it with this vision of having control of your life? Did you build it with this hope that you could impact the world and serve others? And are you running your business or is your business running you? Because I think that that's where a lot of us find ourselves. And that's where we struggle. We don't feel content because we're not living into that bigger vision that we had. We maybe built something that looks great, but it doesn't feel good. And so I think my challenge for you today, if you are someone who is wavering or is struggling or is, you know, going between these deep desires to do more and be more and make more, while also trying to live this full life where you are awake to the blessings of it. If you are that, then here's my call to action for you. It is time for you to redefine what success looks like in your life. It is time for you to get really clear on what you want your life to feel like. And it is time to honor that soul, that whisper within you that is maybe calling you into a different season. I believe that there will be and there have been seasons of my life where ambition is in the driver's seat, right? We are going after big goals. We are doing big things. But I also am very clear that contentment wants to hit the brakes. And when I honor that and when I listen to that, that is when I am most joyful and most at peace in my life. I really believe that our biggest pursuit as human beings is to find peace on this planet. And I believe that God or the universe or whatever you believe in has made this ride of life a ride that makes it really hard to find that peaceful presence. But I don't believe that that pursuit is unworthy. I think that that pursuit is important. When I think about where I want to go or what's next, I don't really know. And that used to really scare me. But now it just opens me up to the possibilities. And it opens me up to understanding that if and when I'm ready for what's next, I'll honor that. And if what's next is slowing down more, even shutting it down and getting chickens, I'll honor that as well. I don't work because I have to any longer. I work because I want to. Anything that you see me doing is because I want to do it it's because I enjoy it. I find joy in it. And I feel like I am at this beautiful place as an entrepreneur, a decade into my entrepreneurial journey, where I am genuinely finding joy on the daily in the work that I'm doing, but also in the life that I'm living. And to me, that is the greatest gift that I could have ever been given. If you want to dive more into this topic, I highly recommend getting your hands on a copy of my book, How Are You Really? It is all about living your truth one answer at a time, coming home to yourself and asking yourself these types of questions. That book is not a business book. It is a book about ushering in the hard questions so that you can get the hard truths and really wake up to the type of life that you are envisioning for yourself. You can grab it. Anywhere books are sold. You can also come onto Instagram and DM me the words book club, and I will send you a link to my book. But I want for you to really think about what does it mean if you're feeling one way or the other, and how can you honor that? And also, how can you invite in more peace and contentment into your life? My point of pride when I'm in a room with some of the most successful entrepreneurs on planet Earth is that I truly in my heart of hearts, believe that I am the happiest person in that room. And to me, that is the ultimate success. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for hitting play. Thank you for letting me speak into your life. I appreciate it more than you know. And it brings me so much joy to get to show up and serve you in this way. Until next time, Gold Diggers... Keep on digging your biggest goals, but also make room for peace in your presence.